Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. It's time for your week daily look at the NBA and your Charlotte Hornets. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Good Friday morning, Hornets fans. It's time for the Hive O'Clock Alarm. The Hornets play a back-to-back, a home back-to-back, David. D-Money, D-Swizzle, on the mic. David, how are you? I've had a lot of coffee oh this morning. <laughs> I'm not I am not anywhere near as good as you, Doug, but I'm going to get there. <laughs> well, you know, listen, the Hornets win five games, and I've had a cup of coffee for each of those victories in March, and that's where I am at this present moment. <laughs> I understand. Now, I know I know we're getting up early to do these, but you do have to sleep at some point, Doug, so just get some shut-eye oh, at some oh, point. Well, you know, listen, I was busy watching Atlanta and Toronto, and Atlanta okay. lost against Toronto, yep. so now the Hornets mean. technically are in fifth place in the East because they have one less L on the record than Atlanta, so that's good. That's right. They got a little assistance, so they'll, let's see if they can hang on to that. Yeah, well, thank thank you, Toronto. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. We, love, we love you, Toronto. Thank you, Bismack. We miss you. Uh, yeah. And we love you. That's right. Do you we think, you. Is, it, is, it, is it time to ask if, if letting Bismack go was a mistake? I mean, I guess you just did, right? Um <laughs> It's like Van Gundy. The, it's like it's like Van Gundy the other night saying, uh, you know, no one's talking on national television. He said, you know, Charlotte's in a really good place in the playoffs because no one's talking about them. No, you're you're talking about them. So now you've ruined it. <laughs> and moving on, um, he certainly could have been useful this year. You would think, right? I'm looking back. I, I don't know. I mean, he's had some he's had some impactful moments in Toronto. I think. Uh, you may have been watching more Raptors ball than than I, so let me know if you uh, feel the same. There. Well, I'm just thinking in terms of this roster, and especially right now, I just I don't know because you know where would you play him, or who would play beside him at the four spot? I don't know because you look at the roster right now, you'd you'd think he'd come off the bench, but then you'd have to play him mm-hmm. alongside with Al Jefferson. That was the, that's the thing. It's like, yes, the Hornets could use shot blocking, but the way the roster is currently structured. And what would he do for their offense or to their offense? It would be tough, yeah. Right? So, I mean, the fit, even though as much as we all might want it to work, the fit may just not be, be there. I mean, and it really, you know, it wasn't there. They, they really tried to make it work, and obviously – on defense was where they really like to use him and he was more impactful, but maybe it just wasn't a good fit. Maybe. All right, let's talk about, so if you want to hear a full preview of tonight's game against Detroit, 
check out our Thursday show, Hive Talk Live Thursdays, brought to you by ESPN 730. It should already be in your iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast aggregator you use. It should already be in your queue. But for the Hive O'Clock Alarm this morning, we're going to talk about Saturday night's game against Houston, uh, the Houston Rockets visiting Charlotte. And, of course, it's it's uh, Jeremy Lin bobblehead night for the first 7,500 fans. So try to get there early if you're going to the game to na- uh, nab one of those bobbleheads to add to your collection. Uh, but the Hornets are looking to add another victory to their collection, and it will be – you know, you look at this back-to-back, David, it's against two teams that uh, Detroit moved into the eighth seed in the East, and then Houston is three games ahead of Utah for the eighth seed in the Western Conference. But both teams will be on their game trying to stay in the eighth seed, trying to uh, separate themselves and secure that last playoff spot. So this is going to be a tough one. Houston, a team, David, that didn't play well early in the season, uh, fired their coach, Kevin McHale, now have an interim coach in JB Bickerstaff. You may Bobcats fans may remember that last name. Uh, JB's father, Bernie, coached the team for a while. But this Houston, uh, this Houston team, David has pulled it back together now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've got a superstar, which is one thing that helps. Uh, got a couple. They've got some good talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, and they score the ball, Doug. I mean, they're averaging about 106 points per game. I believe the Hornets have the highest points average in the NBA for the month of March. So I think they're going to need to keep that going to keep pace in this game against the Rockets. And you mentioned that coming off or, or being the second game of a back-to-back, especially uh, it's going to be important for them to keep up this scoring rate because, you know, it's interesting. You look at Carl Anthony Towns and you look at, um, oh boy, um, <laughs> they just played him, Doug. Who was it? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, thank you very much. The um, brow. I'm, yeah, I'm going to put Towns in the you know mini superstar category, but they let those guys, or they didn't let those guys, but those guys got theirs. And for the most part, they kept the other guys at bay. Now, Drew Holiday would probably argue that point, but I, I think they've got to do something similar against the Rockets. I mean, if James Harden gets going, he's very tough to stop. Maybe the best scorer certainly one of the best scorers in the world, probably. So they've got to do a good job on everybody else and and really just play their game. I think the Hornets are at a place now where if they play their game, take care of the basketball, and stay locked in for most of the game, they, they can put themselves in a good position. But this one's going to be tough, I mean, especially against the Western Conference team that you mentioned that started off so slow and, and just had a bad start of the season. They've rounded in the form here, and they do want to make the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. So it's going to be a tough one at home. Yeah, they tried to make some moves. Uh, they got rid of Ty Lawson, which ended up being sort of a mistake for them, Ty never living up to the expectations mm-hmm. that, that Houston had for him. And they tried to trade away Montel Yunus, but uh, he failed the physical and, and kind of ruined that trade mm-hmm. with Detroit. So... They tried to make some moves, and, and now they brought in uh, K.J. McDaniels, and they're looking to go a little small uh, along with uh, Trevor Ariza. I think Trevor Ariza is going to be the third name that not a lot of fans really think of when they think of the Rockets because you think of James Harden and you think of Dwight Howard. But I think Trevor Ariza uh, can make a big impact on this game, not only on the first unit 
uh, or the first couple of quarters, but near the end of the game, the the Houston Rockets have tried to go small to finish off opponents, and that means Trevor Ariza at the four spot. So we'll see if they try to do that and what the Hornets do to counter that. Um, but you know, Bickerstaff, he he has this luxury in that he's he's a young coach, and I think young coaches like to get cute with rotations. And you look over the past couple of games, and you know they may play eight guys, they may play all all eleven. It's it's crazy how how the rotations have been sort of wild for the Houston Rockets, and not because of injury or anything. I just think you know he he has the luxury of having two superstars that play you know thirty five forty minutes a night and do a lot of amazing things. And so then with the rest of your rotation, you can kind of move guys around and, and adjust on the fly. Um, but the Hornets can't ignore Dwight Howard. He had uh, 21 points, 18 rebounds in their last game against the 76ers. So he's playing, I think he scored 20 in back-to-back games for the first time in a month. So he's getting locked in. The The Rockets play the Celtics tonight at Boston. So they have a travel back-to-back. So at least... You know, the Hornets will be on a back-to-back as well, but they'll have the advantage in terms of energy. And uh, yeah. one one more stat for you, David. The Rockets uh, uh, only score 20 – as much as they do score. I think they're averaging – in this two-game road streak that they have, they're averaging about 115 points a game. But they only score 23.3 points in the first quarter. That's what they're averaging in the first quarter. So the Hornets got off to a great start against New Orleans – I think they can do the same thing against the Houston Rockets and put themselves in a good position to hold on for the rest of the game. Yeah, so Doug, the Hornets currently sit at 35 and 28. We've earmarked and other people have as well, kind of that 44-45 win total for a comfort level of saying we feel good about being in the playoffs at that point. That's only 10 more wins. I mean, I say only a win in the NBA does not come easy. But I'm asking, Doug, because do you feel like splitting two of these games? I mean, you want to win them both, but would you be okay? Are you going to feel okay? Are you going to be able to get up and hold your head high if they get a split of these two games? Or are these two that you know you feel like you have to win because they're at home and so many on the back end of this schedule are on the road towards the end of the season? Yeah, I think you're okay with splitting one of two of these games because you look at the schedule and they're playing three games in in four nights. So this is Mm -hmm. going to be a tough stretch. And then they only get one day of rest and they've got to play a back-to-back. In in my mind, the most important back-to-back and really the most important two games that the Hornets have played all season will be against Orlando and then they travel to play Miami. And I think those two games are going to be huge for tie-breaking purposes, for you know, the standings in general. I mean, you look at this weekend, though, David, and the Heat play a back-to-back as well, and I believe they play two tough teams. I know they play Toronto on the back end of the back and back-to-back. I can't remember who they play tonight. But the Hornets have an opportunity to be in the fourth seed because they're only a game and a half back of, of the Heat. So if the Heat drop both of theirs and the Hornets do pick up both of these victories, they have a chance to be in the sole uh, fourth position, and that means home court in the Eastern Conference playoffs. So, yeah, I think you're okay. I think you're okay with splitting it, but you know, certainly you want to keep the momentum going. Um, if I had to pick one of these games that I'd rather the Hornets win, I really think yep. I really think it's important that they beat Detroit because Detroit has has a competent defense. It's going to be a chess match, and and I really think the Hornets need to show 
that their offense can function when the other team can actually play defense. We haven't seen that. Well, and also, and also that would give the Hornets any tie, season tiebreakers. I think they play the Pistons two more times, including tonight. So get one of those, and I believe they take the season series. So you might as well go ahead and take care of that tonight while you can. Yeah. That's right, David, and you want to keep it locked right here on atthehive.com or on Twitter at Hive Talk Live. We live tweet every single game, so definitely live tweet with us, uh, ask us questions, comment, and uh, we will be back on Sunday, 8.30 a.m. on Fox 46 Charlotte on Good Day Charlotte. Check us out there, uh, Fox 46 if you're local, or if you're not, you can go to fox46charlotte.com, check out the live stream, and then usually... Soon after that hit, we get that clip up on Facebook and link to that. Thanks for listening to the Hive O'Clock Alarm. Enjoy your weekend, Hornets fans. All hail the teal and purple.